Our next hymn is Oh How Sweet the Glorious Message. And what is that message? Yesterday, today, forever. Jesus is the same. Now it was written by a man called A.B. Simpson. You may have heard some of his other lesser known hymns like Once It Was the Blessing, Now It Is the Lord. Once It Was the Feeling, Now It Is His Word. A beautiful hymn about coming to know the Lord in a personal way. And then when he was seeking the blessing of full salvation, uh, the the Holy Spirit's entrance and his fullness into his heart and life, he wrote, Not I, but Christ be honoured, loved, exalted. Not I, but Christ be seen, be known and heard. Not I, but Christ in every look and action. Not I, but Christ in every thought and word. And then his missionary vision and the passion of the man comes out in this last one I have for you here. A hundred thousand souls a day are passing one by one away in Christless guilt and gloom. Without one ray of hope or light, with future dark as endless night, they're passing to their doom. A.B. Simpson, or Albert Benjamin Simpson, was born in Prince Edward Island, Canada, on the 15th of December, 1843. His family had emigrated from Scotland, so his religious training was through his parents, who were Scottish covenanters. At his christening, the minister prayed, May the Lord make the wee lad a great man of God, who will impact the world for Christ. Those were prophetic words, no doubt. A depression hit Canada in the 1840s and his father's business failed. They moved to western Ontario and took up farming. His father was a highly respected deacon and his parents pressed Simpson to become a minister. He had conflicting feelings about this. Although he had a sound moral background, he had no strong personal conviction that he was called to the ministry. Simpson went to Knox College in Toronto to become a Presbyterian minister. While he was studying, he came under great stress and suffered an emotional and physical collapse. He was only 14 years old at that time. He was convinced that he might die at any time and he became overwhelmed at the thought that he didn't really know God and might not have eternal life. A year later, he came across Walter Marshall's book on the gospel mystery of sanctification. It included a clear presentation of the necessity of receiving Jesus Christ as Saviour and that all works outside of this were in vain. Total justification was on the acceptance of Jesus alone and on that basis only he would receive God's salvation. Amazingly, this was a new revelation to Simpson. He fell on his knees and committed his life to Christ. A new sense of peace filled him and the Bible became alive to him as never before. He entered the ministry in Hamilton, Ontario following graduation from Knox College, the church had 1,200 members and was the second largest in Canada. He was married that same day, by the way. He stayed with the church for eight years 
and was an extremely successful minister. The church added 750 members while he was there. Now Simpson, still suffering health problems, accepted a pastorate in a Presbyterian church in Louisville, Kentucky, when he was 31. He preached evangelistically for people to be saved, but he himself had a meeting with God while in Louisville when he died to self, ambition and pride and was filled with God's Holy Spirit. God's next stop for him was New York City to pastor the 13th Street Presbyterian Church. Now, During that summer, he and his family went to a convention at Old Orchard Beach, Maine, but Simpson only attended a few of the meetings. His goal was to rest and relax. Having heard some testimonies of people who were healed by believing the Word of God, he searched his Bible to find God's direction in this matter and soon became convinced that it was true. He went to the forest by himself and made a commitment to believe three things. Number one, healing was in the word of God and he would never doubt it. Two, he committed his physical well-being to Christ and would depend on Jesus to keep him. And thirdly, he would speak about healing and minister in any way God called him to. He was overwhelmed with the presence of God and knew something had changed. He had been completely healed of his heart disorder. Now, New York had a large immigrant population. He felt a great burden for the poor and the lost. He led approximately a 100 Italian immigrants to Christ and wanted them to become members of his church. His congregation suggested that another church would be more appropriate. Simpson's heart was broken, and in November he left 13th Street Church to begin a work that would accept people from all walks of life. He established the Gospel Tabernacle in New York City, where he held evangelistic meetings on Sunday afternoons. These gatherings, which grew to camp meetings and revivals in other locations along the East Coast, were essentially the beginning of the Christian and Missionary Alliance, a society fully devoted to experiencing the deeper life in Christ and completing his great commission in Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 to 20, where Jesus said, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. The foundation of the Alliance's doctrine in 1887 was the fourfold gospel, Christ our Saviour, Sanctifier, Healer, and Coming King. He said, we are an alliance of Christian Christians for worldwide missionary work. It is to hold up Jesus in his fullness, the same yesterday, today and forever. It is to lead God's hungry children to know their full inheritance of privilege and blessing for spirit, soul and body. It is to encourage and incite the people of God to do the neglected work of our generation, 
among the unchurched classes at home and the perishing heathen abroad. He also ran several rescue missions, preached at the jails, had meetings for sailors, opened an orphanage and a home for unwed mothers, provided a dispensary for the poor and started the missionary training school or institution by 1897, that was uh, 10 years after its inauguration, there were 300 missionaries working in the Middle East, Africa, India, the borders of Tibet, China and Japan. Simpson was a prolific writer from the start of his ministry, having authored 101 books and countless hymns, periodicals, booklets and articles over his lifetime. His influence went on to move the hearts of missionaries, pastors and people of all denominations towards spreading the gospel in all lands. In May 1918, he retired after more than 50 years of service to the cause of Christ. He died in October 29, 1919 at the age of 76. A.B. Simpson committed his life to the work of the Father, rested in the all-sufficiency of the Son and tapped into the power of the Holy Spirit. And God did the rest. By 2019, the centenary of his death, there are six million members in the Christian and Missionary Alliance working in 88 countries. Now we will have Mildred Rainey to sing Yesterday, Today, Forever Jesus is the same All may change But Jesus never Glory to his name Oh, how sweet the glorious message Simple faith may claim Yesterday, today, forever Jesus is the same Still he to save the sinful, heal the sick and lame, cheer the mourner, still the tempest, glory to his name. Yesterday, today, forever, Jesus is the same. Change, but Jesus never glory to his name, glory to his name, glory to his name. All may change, but Jesus never glory to his name. He who pardoned Jesus never glory to his name 
to his name, glory to his name. All may change, but Jesus never, glory to his name. As of old he walked to Emmaus with them to abide, so through all life's ways walking ever near our side. Soon again shall we behold him, hasten Lord the day, but twill still be this same Jesus as he went away. Yesterday, today, forever, Jesus is the same. All may change, but Jesus never. Glory to his name. Glory to his name. Glory to his name. All may change. But Jesus never glory to his name All may change but Jesus never glory to his name